Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the Yahoo Sports College Podcast with Dan Wetzel. There's like, there's like 40 pot shops around my house, right? But technically it's against the law. I don't know. Pete The NCAA has had, like, the legal strategy of, like, Mississippi Valley State playing out of conference in basketball. And SI's Pat Forty. And all of a sudden, an Arizona fan, woman comes over and says to Sully, did you know your shorts are ripped? And here's Dan. All right, let's get right to it. The ongoing saga of what is apparently a seven, eight-month swim meet in Omaha. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why Why did the Olympic, why does it take so long to make the Olympics in swimming? It'd be easier if you just had everyone swim the English Channel. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Wetzel's swimming knowledge shining through immediately here. There you go. Right yeah. here. Uh, but, yeah, this is like the fifth podcast. We're going to discuss the, the uh, Brooke Forty's quest to make the Olympics. She made it. Brooke Forty is an Olympian. Uh yeah. Pat. Yeah. Good to see you. Uh, you're beaming with pride. Uh, I know you've, uh, there was some celebrate celebrations and, uh, tell us the drama. How, like, what is this like? Cause we, we need know, Will we Hunting to explain this to us, not Pat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very complicated. Uh, yeah, I, I, I won't do go that. through all the math. This, I will this not go through the math. It's such a great sport. That it's a great sport and it's a simple sport that everyone can, you watch and you go, okay. Whoever gets the end first wins, right? Very simple <laughs> rules for the average adult, which is why swimming becomes very popular in four years. But then there's these convoluted rules, endless meets. They make it complicated. So tell me what it was like when you when you were watching this. You had to watch a race. You needed a result. And Brooke wasn't even in the race. And as long as your result came in, you made it. Tell us about that moment uh, when it became official that your daughter was going to get to go to Tokyo. Yeah, boy. Um, I mean, I'm still kind of like processing it, you know, because it was just it was a pretty amazing, overwhelming deal. But yes, basically, she needed seven results after she was done swimming on Wednesday. She needed seven things to happen to solidify her spot on the team. I will not go through them all, but all week long, everyone is telling us, oh, it's in the bag. It's for sure. You know, it's, this will happen. It is assured. And so we're like, great. Okay. And Brooke even said, she's just like, I don't know how happy to be because she wasn't sure (laughs) she was officially going to make it. And so, you know, like 
Katie Ledecky's parents and her brother who went to Harvard, who's a math whiz, he's like, yeah, the numbers are fine. It's fine. She's, she's going, you know? And so we're like, great. But then you still have to watch it play out. And then twist, turn, up, down. We go to the last night. We thought it was going to happen Saturday, and it didn't. And that was a low night, I will say, because the stress had just been incredible. And Brooke is really, like, she's exhausted. She's upset. She's like, you know, just been run through the ringer here. We we feel the same way. Uh, so Sunday night, it came down to someone else's 24-second race. The 50 freestyle, the shortest race, an absolute crapshoot. Anything can happen. You get, you know, slip on the start. You hit mistime your finish, whatever. Uh, and it may not go the way we needed it to go. Fortunately, it did. Abby Weitzel. A Cal Bear, a rival of Stanford, Ooh, yeah, mm. got Brooke on the Olympic team by finishing second in the 50 freestyle. That opened up the spot for her. She made it. It was uh, an ecstatic moment for us, and we were sitting. We were able to look over and see her with her Stanford teammates and how excited they were, see her coach hugging her, and then... I did use my press credential to get back around behind, basically backstage below the pool. And she was back there and I caught her eye from about 50 feet away and I'm jumping up and down and she came running over to me. And that wow. was my moment right there. That was, that is, wow. yeah, that was just that. Uh, <laughs> I'll remember that one for a long time. So. Yeah, that That's is uh, that is some up. good this stuff. Nice. I am actually. I'm yeah, getting a little yeah. choked up thinking about it. Wow, yeah. this is as emotional as this podcast gets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah except, we don't usually except do when we talk about the chicken wing shortage later. <laughs> I may cry uh, then, for sure on that. There will be real tears then. So, Pat, as as our listeners know, you are a paragon of calm, a portrait of cool and collected. <laughs> this yeah. was what five days between her swim. 96 hours, four days. Uh, four days. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just give us a little window into those four days. You had, you had told us and our listeners, you didn't sleep like for the weeks leading in uh, our last pod from Omaha. You were actually happy to talk to us for a distraction, which we knew must have been a low point. <laughs> um, what were those 96 hours of waiting like? Awful. Absolutely awful. Because there's nothing really, first of all, there's nothing you can do, right? So you were completely dependent upon the results of others. Uh, and several of whom had already earned their spot on the Olympic team and not necessarily totally locked in on their next race, which we, you know, we want everybody to make it to keep making the team to open up the head count. And so you're watching like, oh, come on, Eric, aren't you ready for this race? <laughs> you know, but so, I mean, it was just, you were just held hostage for 96 hours. And again, people, everybody's like, oh, you know, congratulations, or oh, it's going to work out. And you're like, well, we hope so, but we got to wait and see. And so every day, you know, you're just, uh, you know, I'm looking at the heat sheet and I know how everybody swims their races. And I'm like, okay, this is a chance here and that's a chance there, but watch, watch, watch her there and watch this one and blah, 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 blah. So it's just this endless kind of uh, waiting game and trying to, you know, predict or game it out and everything. And it was, it was hard. I will tell you that was as tough a four days, just in terms of constant anxiety from a sporting perspective as I've ever had. That's for sure. All right. So setting up the Olympic team and getting Brooke on there <clears throat> was big news in, in Omaha. It was not the biggest news though. <laughs> uh, apparently <laughs> our producer, Sean Sullivan went absolutely nuts. Uh, 
Um, he's he he went to Omaha to cheer on his Vols. He is not here right now. He's on vacation. His vacation is going to Omaha, baking in 110 degree heat <laughs> to cheer on a college baseball team. Um, sure, I think we have okay. the right producer, by the way. Like. Like if, if we don't, if, yes, if, if that is, is not evidence, we don't, yeah. we don't have the right guy. I don't know. I don't we know have the right is. guy. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. that's, so that's absolutely true. We have heard tales of uh, massive amounts of steak being eaten, <laughs> clear over serving by the, <laughs> by the bartenders of uh, Omaha. I really blame them. His, 